Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hey, hey, fabulous humans. Welcome to another episode of Self-Styled Life with me, Janelle Wiesack. I hope you're having an awesome day wherever you happen to be in the world. Today's episode is a bit different. It's still a short, sharp coaching episode that will offer you inspiration. And in fact, I'm guessing it'll be shorter than a normal episode, judging by my notes. But I really want to talk to you about some bigger aha moments I had as I was getting ready to head off on our recent trip to France. But before we start having that conversation, I also want to remind you about the resource room. You'll find the resource room over on JanelleWiesack.com and in it you'll discover all sorts of goodies to help you self-style your life. I've been sharing coaching tips and tools since 2018 and over the years I've created a whole stack of resources that I haven't yet made available to all of you. And because I believe that the world would be a much better place if more women knew about how the intentional combination of clarity, mindset and action can support them to overcome their self-doubt, I've packed the resource room with all sorts of tools to support exactly that. Permission granted, my gorgeous guide filled with the foundational exercises for self-styling your life is in the resource room, and you'll also find journaling prompts and tools to help you get clear on what you want from life. I've even included links to some of my favourite masterclasses and my guide on emotional freedom technique, or tapping, or EFT as it's sometimes known, which is something I've reserved especially for clients until now, is also in the room. You can access all of the tools in the resource room over at JanelleWiesack.com and I really hope you find a whole lot of goodness in the resource room to help you self-style your life. Okay, with that out of the road, on to today's episode, which, I've got to be honest, was never supposed to be an episode at all. When I first started thinking about this topic, I thought it was going to be a blog post for Distant Francophile. And in case you're wondering what on earth Distant Francophile is, It's my blog about France and all things related to French culture, food, travel and style. It's been my creative joy since 2014 and I just love sharing all of the things I adore about France over there. So anyway, I realised while we were planning our most recent trip to France that I'm just way more organised and more effective when I have a holiday on the horizon. And originally I was going to call this supposed blog post I'm a better human when I get to travel to France. I noticed that I saved more money, 
I work out how much everything will cost and I budget accordingly. I'll not buy things because I'm either saving money or I'm sure I'll find something better on French soil. I also prioritise my health when we've got a trip planned. We walk more in order to get what we call match fit. Our vaccination records get printed. I'll voluntarily head to the dentist and to the chiropractor and I'll get all of those tests that I normally avoid getting done because I faint with blood tests, but to ensure that I'm as healthy as I can be when I step on the plane. Restaurants get booked weeks in advance, as do activities and tours. And arrangements are made for Shandon and the house sitting and the travel insurance. It gets easily sorted. The fridge even gets cleaned, which is something that is normally reserved for the miracle category around here. My toenails get polished, my skin gets moisturised, and my hair receives more attention than it's had since, well, since the last international trip. Heck, I'll even drag out the iron if I think there is something that could be gained from pressed clothing being packed into my case. Camera batteries and headphones get charged, as do those spare battery pack things that are normally dead flat whenever I need them. And then there's everything related to family. We're a close family who chat regularly anyway, but you can guarantee that I'll speak to absolutely everyone in the week before I head on vacation. And it's ditto for our closest friends. And I haven't even mentioned how much work I can pump through in my corporate job in that week before we board a plane. I suddenly become a powerhouse in my day job and I squeeze in all of my favourite coaching clients for a quick session before I leave as well. Now, I don't want to suggest that none of these things normally happen. I'm a regular at the dentist and I'm generally ensuring that the fridge isn't bordering on some sort of scary science experiment. I catch up with friends and family intentionally often and, you know, I'm pretty good at making sure that all of the self-care pieces and the house admin stuff gets done. But I do notice that I'm more likely to fast track these sort of tasks and these sort of tasks that often get sidelined. And I noticed recently that I was squeezing more into everyday life than I might normally. So I started tracking all of these things and I noticed that I was doing things faster and sooner and or better than normal. And that's when I realized it wasn't actually the travel that was making me more effective. It was actually something quite different. Initially, I started playing with the idea that I was experiencing the power that comes with having something to look forward to. We all know how sweet anticipation can taste. And I was wondering if I was actually the adult equivalent to a toddler on red cordial. But as I rolled that idea around in my mind for a week or two, I came to the conclusion that I was dealing with something bigger than anticipation. I mean, I look forward to all sorts of everyday things through the week. For example, coffee in the morning or my slippers in the evening. And none of those small anticipations make me more effective. So I sat with the idea for a while longer. And eventually I realized what was going on. I was experiencing the power that comes with having a really clear goal. Now, I'm guessing half of you rolled your eyes there as you realized I'm about to talk about clarity again. And the other half of you rolled your eyes because I used the word goal. If you're one of the humans who struggles with the word goal, and I know there are more than a few of you out there, I want you to do two things. The first one is to stick with me here. This is an important topic. And the second is to replace the word goal with a word that works way better for you. It could be intention, target, plan or desire, 
It really doesn't matter as long as we know that we're talking about having something that we want to experience in the future. So anyway, what I realized is that when I have a really clear vision for my future, which is effectively a goal to aim for, and in this case it was me traveling to France, soaking in all of the colors of the French Riviera and the Mediterranean Sea, I am motivated to operate at a new level. It is my future goal, rather than France itself or travel, that encourages me to up-level in the ways that I mentioned earlier. Now, I actually shouldn't have been surprised by my epiphany. There is an ever-increasing body of work on how motivating it can be to have a clear vision of your future. Dr. Benjamin Hardy is one of the leaders in the space, and he has written what I think are two really, really helpful books on the topic. The first one is called Personality Isn't Permanent, and the second one is Be Your Future Self Now. In both books, Dr. Hardy shares how we can use our goals and visions to pull us to where we want to be, rather than goals being something we have to chase, which is a refreshing take, especially for those of us who struggle with the concept of goals in the first place. We'll link to both of the books in the show notes. So what does this all mean for me now that I'm back from France and sadly don't have another trip coming my way in the next little while? Well, I think it means that I'm going to do things a little differently. I'm going to start setting what I'm calling context or milestone goals. Rather than having big blanket goals, you know, those ones that are so huge or so far away, you just can't imagine them happening in a million years. I'm going to come up with goals for me that feel more like a trip to France. So what might that look like? Well, for me, they need to happen within a 12-month period. So it's got to be something that can happen in a relatively short time horizon. They have to be something I'm actually excited to do, not just things that I should do or feel even the slightest bit meh about. And it also has to be something that I can imagine doing. Using the power of my mind to imagine how I want things to look and feel in the future definitely works for me. So in order to do that, I'm going to employ some of my own tools, uh, like some of the ones that I mentioned in the resource room, but the tools that I've created especially for my clients. I'm going to revisit some of those visualisation exercises in particular. And for these milestone goals, though, I don't think I'm going to use a vision board. Instead, I'm going to use Danny Gardner's self-fulfilling prophecy exercise to record a really powerful audio for myself that I can use to trigger my vision and my imagination. And you, of course, can do all of this too. In fact, I bet you can remember times where you've done this sort of thing in the past, whether it's for your own trips or your own big events like weddings or even events in your work life. You've got this deadline, you've got this goal, and it's led you to just be more effective. Like I said, you can do this too, and the key is to firstly get intentional and create a really clear view of where you're headed. Get really clear on what you want and where you want to be, and then let your excitement and your imagination guide the way. I can't wait to see where you end up. And remember, if you get stuck on where to start, the courage-based action plans I talked about all the way back in episode 11 might really support you. Okie kokie, time to wrap this short and sweet baby up. Today's episode has been all about understanding the power and effectiveness that comes with being really clear on your vision for the future. I've talked you through how this came up for me and how I'm planning to intentionally use this power further into the future. And hopefully I've given you some inspiration to do something similar for yourself. 
I really hope you've found this slightly different podcast format helpful too. I'll be back again soon with another episode of Self-Styled Life. But until then, stay fabulous. Talk soon.